passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bucknoters, welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Monday, November 11th, 2019. It is also, of course, Veterans Day. Thank you to all the veterans, and thank you to all our current members of the military. Uh, we cannot thank you guys and gals enough. Thank you to the veterans and the current members of the military. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. We're going to talk about the Chase Young situation. We're going to talk about Penn State losing. We're going to talk about the college football playoff rankings, how they might look, the latest on running back recruiting. Let's start with uh, Chase Young, Bank. Um, what are you hearing? What, what's the absolute latest you can tell the listeners about how long he's going to be out? Yeah, it's still up in the air, Dave. I mean, I think the, the general consensus is that if you go by the letter of the law, he would get four games. But the fact that Ohio State was forthcoming, Chase was forthcoming. And when you take into account the current climate of NCAA with their changing rules, um, I think most people seem to think that this is going to fall at two games. Um, so, but no one knows, you know, when you're dealing with the NCAA and you're going to try to outguess those people, you know, you need to be a lot smarter than I am. So I don't know. My guess right now is it's going to fall two games. Most of the people I talk to see two games. I mean, it was such a crazy story. And like, for me, like, like I'm most interested in how did this all happen to hit the way it hit? And the people I'm talking to are kind of very suspicious of the Maryland staff. Um, Chase Young's high school coach is actually on the staff at Maryland. And the people I'm not, you know, I'm not an investigative reporter. I'm just saying the people I talk to, they are really looking closely at Chase's high school coach and what hand he may have played in this. And I think that's almost where the drama is right now. Obviously, you want him back for Penn State and Michigan, though. Wow. I, I, am, I was going to say, I am here for all of the conspiracy theories. I'm here for it. But that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's really not a conspiracy theory. I mean, Ryan Day, I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't need to be a football expert to know that he was sending a message, and it was just loud and clear, and not just with the best onside kick in football history, but the timeouts before halftime. I mean, Ryan Day, Ryan Day is a silent assassin anyway, but he really brought that out. He was sending a message to Maryland. There's no doubt about that. So I am buying that Chase Young's high school coach had something to do with this. I, I completely buy that. Well, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just saying that his name has been bandied about with the people I talk to. And, you know, I agree with you. Um, it sure looked like Ryan Day was 
you know, he had something against Maryland, and I don't know what it is. Maybe he got bad crab cake the last time he was in the area. I don't know, but he, he looked awfully ticked off to me at Maryland, and that's kind of, you know, that's, uh, I know you love that stuff, so I wanted, to, I wanted to bring that out there for you. I wanted to make your day on a Monday. So, uh, to get back to Chase, I, you know, I think it's going to be two games, but, you know, again, we're dealing with the NCAA. Yeah, no question about it. Um, yeah, that drives with what I'm hearing. Um, I know, you know Kyle Rowland from the Toledo Blade reported he's hearing two games uh, maximum. That's not what I've been hearing. I've heard two or three, uh, meaning one or two from now, but most likely two. Um, Kyle Rowland's reporting two maximum, so that's good news. And you know he's got good sources. So yeah, um, we'll see. And here's what I want to get to. The last thing about Chase Chung I want to get to. So early Friday morning, we're all scrambling around trying to find out what's going on, and there's so much stuff that's just circulating, and it looked really bad. Even though quickly we were hearing, okay, Ohio State's optimistic it's not going to be the whole season. But, you know, we, at the time, I, I can't say I was optimistic it was just going to be two games. If it's only two games, we don't know that's official. You know, we're just spitballing here. But if it's only two games, wow. I mean, not only does Ohio State escape, you know, really any damage here, they, he just rests against Maryland and Rutgers. I mean, it's almost like, almost like too good to be true compared to how things looked Friday morning, if it works out yeah. that way. No, it's funny because, you know, I, I do believe somebody, you know, is behind this. So if somebody's behind it, your ulterior motive is to hurt Ohio State. Why would you bring it out the week of the Maryland game, a game that Ohio State, you know, could have scored 100 if they wanted to. They could have put me at one defensive end, you at the other one, Ruben and Dwayne at the tackles, and we still would have won that game. Why not bring it out three days before the Penn State game? So it's like, not only are you mean and devious, but you're not real sharp either. So I don't know. You know, it's just, I do think this is going to be one of those all's well that ends well. And as as long as the information that we're hearing is accurate, you know, then I think he's fine. If he took $350,000, we got a problem. And I don't think that's the case. So, I think two games, he's back for Penn State. This is a blip on the radar, and he saved himself two games where he could have possibly gotten hurt. It does kill the Heisman, but I, I don't think he was going to win it anyway, Dave. I mean, what, what uh, our good buddy Joey Burrow's doing. I mean, I think Joey pretty much locked that up the other day. So this could end up being okay for Ohio State. You save a kid two games that might have been a freak injury. Since you touched on it, let's get to LSU just hammering the hell out of Alabama. That was fun to watch. And Joe Burrow, of course, um, man, he, he looks great. And it's easy to see why, you know, Urban, you could see the pain on Urban's face in the spring of 2012, or 2012, uh, 2018, um, when he had to make that decision between Dwayne Haskins and Joe Burrow. And a lot of people thought, oh, you know, he, he knows it's Dwayne. It's like, no, no, it was a really close call. Um, you brought that up uh, with. Do you think LSU is going to now jump Ohio State, even though Ohio State crushed Maryland? Do you think LSU is now going to be number one in the college football playoff and Ohio State will be number two? Well, I don't know. I mean, again, just like we try, it's hard to outguess the NCAA, now you're going to try to outguess this college football committee. You know, good luck with that one, too. I don't know. You know, you're splitting hairs here. Uh, the people I talk to that are unbiased, you know what I mean? If you, if you go talk to – dead Ohio LSU fans or dead Ohio State fans, they're going to tell you their team is clearly the best. And I get that. If you talk to unbiased people, most people seem to feel that Ohio State is the most well-rounded team. So I think that has to speak for something. And normally I don't place much credence in where you're seated, 
but this year I think getting the number one seed is huge because I think there's three teams playing football right now. In the past, there have been two. It's been Alabama and Clemson, and the rest are all a bunch of pretenders. This year, I think there's three playing football. So I would want that 1-4 matchup. I don't want that 2-3 matchup. So I think it does mean something here. So I think – I guess what I'm trying to say is Ryan Day is going to win 89-3 next week. And I don't think there's going to be any mercy shown to Penn State and Michigan either going forward. I think having that one spot means a lot this year. I agree with you. And furthermore, because you get to pick your location. You know, instead of playing, you know, if they right. don't want to play a Southern team in, in Atlanta, they can take that Southern team, you know, out to Phoenix. Or if they're playing a, you know, a Pac-12 team, they can just go to Atlanta, you know, or maybe they'd still want to go out west, but they wouldn't if they're playing a Pac-12 team. No. You know, Arizona's been very, Arizona's been very kind to Ohio State for the most part. Um all right, let's move on and talk about running back recruiting. Jameer Gibbs visited Ohio State. How did that go? And, you know, do you think he might be a Buckeye? Just what are the chances there? And what else can you share about 2020 running back recruiting? Yeah, with, with uh, Gibbs, um, everything went, like, not good. It went great. And the goal was to bring him in on this unofficial. And this kid paid for this, okay? So there's serious, serious interest on his part in Ohio State. You don't come from Georgia to Ohio in a 90 to nothing game in cold weather. You know, this is not a trip out to L.A., you know. So that showed serious interest on his part. The goal was to show him a great time, get him around the culture of Ohio State, the players, the coaches, and then get him back on an official visit. Well, that box has been checked. He's coming back. And that shows more interest. Okay, so I – um, I know Ohio State is not feeling good right now. They're feeling great about where they sit with Gibbs. From where I sit, you know, the second visit is huge. I would probably make them their favorite. I'm not putting a crystal ball pick in for Gibbs to Ohio State yet, but I think they're the favorite. I think Georgia is the one school, you know, does Georgia come through with that offer? And is it a real offer where they really want him and they really chase him? That could be problematic. You know, Alabama has offered. I don't know how badly they want him. I don't know if they would take him. You know, so Ohio State has put themselves right in the picture here. I probably would make him the favorite right now. And I'll probably keep him the favorite to land him unless Georgia would offer, and then you'd have to kind of see what happens. But I think Ohio State's in great shape with Gibbs. You know, Mayan Williams, I keep – I've always felt that if they could get him and his mother to campus and – that hasn't happened yet, but it's supposed to happen for Penn State. Just get him here and let him sit down with the academic people, with the coaches. Get him around the players. I think they will flip him. But that kid's had that offer for a long time, and he hasn't made it to Columbus yet. So I don't know how much urgency there would be on his part compared to Gibbs. You can see the difference in how these guys are approaching things here. So my guess right now, you know, on November 11th would be that Ohio State will sign Gibbs and mine Williams, um, but we'll see how that goes. There's a long way to go from here. There's a good friend of ours that lives in West Columbus that's going to be running naked through the streets um, if Gibbs becomes a Buckeye. And I, I know uh, all Bucknutters are thrilled to hear that uh, things are trending well for the for the Buckeyes, but Dwayne is definitely going to be on a naked jaunt if uh, if that materializes. Um, Penn State going down to Minnesota Bank. Um, 
a couple things just from you know my perspective. Minnesota is for real. You know, and Penn State's been showing some cracks. You know, this idea that they were the number four team in the nation. Um, you know, they deserve to be there, I guess, when they were there. But they've been showing some cracks ever since the second half of that Michigan game. Even early in the season, they had a couple of you know they they played Pitt way too close. Pitt's a solid team, but they only beat Pitt seventeen to ten. Penn State going down to Minnesota. Your thoughts? Well, I actually watched it. I was uh, with friends and family and. You know, everybody I'm with is obviously watching that Ohio State game intently. Can't get enough of it. Can't turn away from it. Well, I'm facing the other way because I've seen enough of those 80 nothing blowouts in my life. I can't watch those games. I'm watching that Penn State-Minnesota game every play. And they were the better team. Minnesota was the better team from the moment they kicked that ball off until the final gun. They beat them. They beat them soundly. Um, The thing that was shocking to me was those Minnesota receivers were running clean. I mean, it was crazy how wide open they were. Penn State, a lot of soft zone. The middle of the field was so wide open. And they normally have a really good pass rush at Penn State. They didn't get anywhere near that guy. And, I mean, it was pitch and catch for the most part. And and that really surprised me. Um, You know, was it a bad day by the Penn State secondary? Obviously. Is that who they are, or was it just an aberration? I don't know. But there were people running free the whole game. So, you know, you try to project that toward Ohio State with, you know, a great running game with Dobbins to take a lot of attention onto him, and then the Ohio State receivers running free in that Penn State secondary. I mean, it was not easy for me to look at that and think that Penn State has a problem coming to Ohio State. And and before I watched the Minnesota game, I was feeling really good about Penn State coming in and giving Ohio State a game. I'm not so sure now. I mean, I think Minnesota was the more physical team, and their skill was better than the Penn State DBs. So, you know, know, we'll see. Football, every day is a new day. But just going off that game, I think Penn State is probably two touchdowns to the worst of Ohio State. Great stuff, as always, from Bill Bank Green. Really appreciate it, Bank, and thanks again to all of the men and women in our military, and, of course, thank you to all the veterans here on Veterans Day. Let's go that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man. Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.